Hey, welcome to the Morning Mix podcast. This morning we learned that many of you have met celebrities and flipped out when meeting them. Yeah, uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, hey. He even, he even tried to have a conversation. I know, you was trying. And thumbs up, buddy. You, gotta, you gave him a thumbs up. Also, what is in your car right now that's going to surprise us? There were a lot of things that threw us for a loop. Yeah, uh, 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 cake. Cake pan. Cake pan loop. Yeah, boy, it's it's shaped in a very specific way. Yeah, different it colors. It is nuts. And Whip had a hot take today that led us down the path of driving pet peeves. There are so many. Oh, uh, my gosh. Violetta does them all. Most of them, as we learned. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, V, we're out of time. That and much more right now on The Morning Mix. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Matthew McConaughey is going to be hosting a live virtual seminar that you can join. You go to theartofliving.com and it's free. You sign up. It'll be him, Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi. Marie Forleo and Trent Shelton. So if you want to learn how to uh, live right, you can do that. It's the art of living and it's happening on April 24th online. So you can just sit at your desk or at your house and you can learn how to live like McConaughey. In those uh, promotional videos, he ends each one by saying, until then, just keep on living. And until then, I'm like, what? Just keep on living. (laughs) That was the plan, Matt, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if anybody calls him Matt. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, So, hey, it's Matthew. Uh, I prefer if you didn't call me Matt. (laughs) Matthew McConaughey hosting this, but what other celebrities should host seminars on what? What? Text them to us at 312-233-1019-630. Nick Cannon on contraceptives. I like the idea. I like the input there. Yeah. It's, uh, 773 Pete Davidson on dating. Oh, be seriously. Fun. Hey, so I don't know how it happens either. <laughs> All right, cool. Working on that one, too. Uh, let's see. We got Nicolas Cage on receding hairlines. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Watch out. Uh, let's see. Conan O'Brien on how to host a talk show. That's pretty straightforward. I like yeah. that one. This one came in from many people. You know who should host a seminar? Snoop Dogg on how to get high. Oh, man. Yeah. You would, there's not enough time. I mean, does he not have a master class on this? I feel like we're like rolling and all of it. He right? would be great. He's only got a couple of days because it would have to happen tomorrow oh, on 420. That, oh, if, otherwise, true. what would yeah, be the point? Good yeah. point. Morgan Freeman should host a seminar on literally anything. Yeah. I would just listen to him talk. True. Exactly. That was, uh, I like that one. From a 630. 815, Travis Kelsey, who we know as a famed tight end from the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep, yep. They say Travis Kelsey should host one on how to be the ultimate bachelor. <laughs> okay, yeah, he's having his moment for sure. He right sure now. is. Yeah. How about it? My goodness. Let's see here. Uh, Dave Matthews Band, they should host one. Cannabis 101. All right. 
312, Arnold Schwarzenegger should host a, a seminar on artificial intelligence. Okay. I am the Terminator. Uh, and then he just yeah. does this whole thing. I kind of yeah, like that. Yeah. 847, Aaron Rodgers should host a seminar about darkness retreats. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You can join him. I might go with him. That's yeah. right. You yeah. can add something to that. That's right. J-Lo, she should host a seminar on anti-aging. Yeah. Yes. I'd like to know how she's doing that. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of it's genes. But maybe and money. I don't know. It could be Jeans that. Jeans and money. Jeans and money. Very cute. what we always say. Let's see. Uh, Tiffany just said, Sam Elliott, along with Morgan Freeman, it could be on how to sell me literally anything. Whatever you say, <laughs> I will buy. Okay. 312, Taylor Swift in a relationship seminar. Kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Foreman on baby names. Famously, George's kids are all named George. Right. That's true. That's a great one. Yeah, and even the girls were George Ann and Georgette. Yeah, George Ann. Yeah, they just kept on going. Yeah. And finally, what celebrity should host a seminar? Oh, two more here. I'm sorry. Uh, six three zero pink about not giving an f what anybody else thinks. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That'd be nice and motivational. And finally, who should host a seminar about what? Kelly Ripa on why to not work with your spouse. <laughs> wow. Shout out eight four seven. Rachel nice Ray one. could also join. Yeah. Yeah. Rachel yeah, Ray, they should host too. it together. In fact, why don't they just do a show together? <laughs> yeah, what are we? Rachel Seriously? and Kelly. There it is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They'd have to decide. I think it'd be Kelly and Rachel. And now that's why they're not doing it. That's a good point. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. You met a celebrity and you flipped out. It happened in front of my eyes. I watched Nikki nearly evacuate in meeting these guys. It's like her whole body stopped knowing how to do its job. She was like, she met these guys. They came in. Broken Lizard, they're the guys behind movies like Super Troopers. Who did you meet and you flipped out? Let's start here with Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, guys. How are you? Doing really well. Who did you meet and you flipped out? Uh, Okay. So back in 2006, uh, it was the year after the Chicago White Sox won the World Series. I was at Fox Fest. And I was in line to see... Scott Pasenik, and he was my, I loved him for years, and my dad's job was to take a picture of me with him, and instead I cried uh, like a crazy fangirl, and my father never got the picture. Oh, no! Oh, man! Scotty Potts! What did he do when you were crying? Uh, I don't even think he was half paying attention, because he was just signing, I think he was signing a picture or something like yeah, that, Yeah. and I have no documentation or anything my father was so upset i was upset and your dad was, was upset at himself oh, i can't believe i did yeah. that yeah yeah i oh. don't let him live it down let me tell you uh, i wouldn't Catherine, oh sorry. my goodness so Catherine met scotty pods didn't even get the photo though man all right from scotty pods we go to hi eva or ava it's eva hi eva good morning how are you this morning I'm good. I met Sir Patrick Stewart. The captain. Whoa. Yes. That's unbelievable. I was at Wizarding, right? I was at Wizarding World in Rosemont. Yeah. It's a small convention. And I was walking around my friends in costume. And I had a handler come over and, and pull us aside and said, Sir Patrick Stewart would like a photo with you. What? Wow. He wanted and a I photo said, with you. <laughs> what? He wanted a photo with us. That and is so unbelievable. We were shook. We yeah, took of course a photo you were. with him. Um, I could barely make out two words. 
And it was like one of the greatest days of my life. Unbelievable. (laughs) He has such a great reputation. Him and Ian McKellen have such a great reputation. That is so cool to hear. Wow. I know. And he was just so friendly and just so, so warm. It was just amazing. That is unbelievable. So Eva meets Patrick Stewart from one legend to another. Hi, Janet. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Janet, what celeb did you meet and you freaked out? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, Come on, the governor, big one on the Oprah show. Whoa! And during a commercial, I ran up there. You know, he's just sitting there alone, and I'm like, I'm running up there to get his autograph. I ran up there. He stood up, and I says, "Hi, I'm Janet," and he's like, "Nice to meet you, Janet." (laughs) (laughs) My goodness, if my eyes closed, I thought he was in the room. My goodness. <laughs> nice to meet you, Janet. Oh, that's awesome. Janet meets Schwarzenegger. Now, hang on one second. Janet, really quick. You ran on stage at the Oprah show. Yeah. Did Correct. you get carried out after that? Like Pretty much. They yeah. were shuttling me off. Like, what is she doing? But oh, I got yeah. his autograph, and I, I shook his hand. So. That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Wow. Nice to meet you, Janet. Oh, I love that. Now go back to your seat. Yeah, yeah we'll see you later. <laughs> go home. What? Hi, Lauren. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, guys. Lauren, this is fresh. Who did you meet in Hawaii? <laughs> um, so my sister got married in Hawaii in August, and we went to this bar called Dirty Monkey, and then Miles Teller and his wife walked in. Come on! Shut up! <laughs> did he have on a shirt? <laughs> he, <laughs> unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> now, was this uh, post-Top Gun Maverick? Yeah, so like oh. I, I actually made eye contact with him first and my jaw dropped and I actually like looked at him and was like, are you Miles Teller? <laughs> and he was like, uh-huh. And he was just like so sweet and his wife was having a great time. She was actually tearing it up on the dance floor. So that mm. was super cool. Oh, that's awesome. So when that happened, like did you for a moment feel like you blacked out? Oh, I couldn't think about anything else the rest of the night. Of course not. I said that I, like, elbowed him out of the way to, like, get to him, you know? (laughs) Now, did you guys, like, beyond just, are you Miles Teller? Yep. Did you guys have any other conversation, any other interaction that night, or did you just kind of leave him be? Well, so he kind of stayed off to the side, but he was taking pictures with everybody. He was very nice. Um, He talked to my brother-in-law a little bit just because his wife, him and his wife got married in Hawaii, too, so they were kind of talking about that. But, yeah, he was very nice. Now, was this post-wedding? Were there wedding dresses and tuxedos at the bar, or was this just during the weekend? No, this is how we started the trip. It was, like, one of the first nights of the trip. Wow. We actually tried to invite them to the wedding, but they didn't show up. Yeah. (laughs) Dang. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. That's wild. Miles Teller and his wife at a bar in Hawaii. But believe it or not, I, I think maybe a bigger celebrity. Hang on a second. Oh, hang on one second there. Hi, Rebecca. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Rebecca, I can't imagine how I would react. What celebrity did you meet and you flipped out? Oh, boy. Uh, Keanu Reeves. <gasps> Keanu Reeves! Oh, yes. You met uh-huh. him in Chicago or where were you? Okay, so he actually was in a band. Yeah, he's in a band. Dog Star, right? Dog Star. Yes, dog Star, yeah. He yes. plays bass. So- Oh, yeah. No, he um, has been my crush since I was little. I had all of his pictures all over my room. I was in love. And so my friend and I got a ticket and we went and he was jamming out. I didn't even know any of his songs. I was just staring at him. And then we were in one of those lineups where you can get an autograph and meet him. 
and I just went into a blank. Like, I couldn't talk. He was like, hi, what's your name? And I just stood there, and I couldn't <laughs> talk. I was like, my mouth was probably opened. I was just, and my friend, luckily, she's like, oh, her name's Rebecca. And I was like, my heart was pounding out of my chest. It was ridiculous. Wow. And then as he was walking away, he's like, nice to meet you. And I was like, I gave him a thumbs up. Totally. Ah, <laughs> Total schmuck. Uh, nothing wrong with thumbs up. He didn't thumbs need any more than that. I love that Keanu and Arnold have the same line, though. Nice yeah. to meet you. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's awesome. The Morning Mix Podcast. The heck is in the back of your car? What is that? Why do you have that? What's the deal with that? Right now, you have something in your car that would shock us, surprise us, amaze us, confuse us, confound us. A woman in Canada found a black bear in her car drinking 72 cans of pop that she'd had in there for her job at a food truck. Whoops. She thought, I'll put it in there overnight and I'll bring it to work in the morning. Boom, Bear finds it, gets in there, and has himself a treat. Ruins the white leather interior of the car. But right now, what is in your car? Hi, Danny. Good morning. Good morning. Danny, what's in your car right now? So I've got an old uh, Crown Vic cop car, and the back of the windows and the quarter small windows, I've got a picture of Betty White and the Queen of England on the other side. So everyone thinks that uh, the Queen or Betty White is looking at them as I'm driving. I think I've seen your <laughs> car oh my before. God. It's a black and white. I always have it around. And every time I pull through drive throughs people are like, is there someone in the back of your car? I'm like, that's Betty White. Yeah, the word is Betty yeah. White. That's a queen. It's like, it's like Captain yeah. Nemo's. Like, it really is. Yeah. They have all the celebrities like, on the bench. Ringo Starr having a sub? What is that? <laughs> Oh All right, so Danny has That's... stickers in the back windows. That reminds me, we used to have this thing called a Mooney that you would suction to the, it was a little doll, and you, mm-hmm. you would hide in the back seat, and you'd squeeze a button, and he'd pull his pants down, and he'd moon the car behind you. <laughs> I don't know. Why not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so from Betty White and the Queen of England, we go to Owen. Hey, Owen. Hello. Owen, what do you have in your car right now? I have multiple bull whips that I've made. Wow. Bull whips. Why do you have those, <laughs> Owen? I make them on the side of Oh, okay. Why not? And what you, is that? What yeah. are we talking about? Like a, like a, like a lasso? Like a whip. Okay. Like what cattle, like what yeah, yeah. Yeah. ranchers use. Right. Indiana Jones. Yeah. And Catwoman. Okay, okay. So yeah. Owen makes bull whips, so he's got a few of them in the car right now. <laughs> I'm a little scared, but I cool. know, right? Yeah. yeah. Boy, she's not my lover, but hi, Billie Jean. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Uh, Billie Jean, what do you currently have in your car right now? I have a penis cake pan. Uh, <laughs> Just cause? <laughs> um, actually, I am going to give it to Goodwill. Oh! Um, but I used to, <laughs> I used to um, make a lot of uh, penis shapes um, and different colors. You know, different gray hair, red hair. You know. Um, <laughs> I, I did no. not need that. No. Now for birthdays and bachelorette parties <laughs> yeah. and the like. Yes. But yes. you've moved on from wiener cakes, so you're giving up the pan. <laughs> good will. Yeah. I, I've moved on. I, 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 I can do other things now. That wild. I want to be in that yeah, kitchen really, section at Goodwill. Really. Like, oh, you know, I'm looking for a spoon and yeah. a oh, penis cake pan. I've been waiting for this my to show gosh, up. Gosh, the only time you want that thing to be soft. Look at that. A nice take. Holy cow. All right. Well, we I might need one of these. Rejection. I, I was thinking the yeah, same thing. <laughs> Will that big tub just spit it yeah, right like, back whoops. out at you? 
Thanks hey, anyway, lady. Hi, Marco. Good morning. Hey, guys. Love you guys. We're, we're here and uh, we're driving out to take the kids to school. I got a stretcher, a gurney in my car. Why do you have a stretcher on your person right now? <laughs> so it's in the I back. Want- are you taking them to school in the funeral? Like, uh, the, the Do you have like a hearse or are we in the sort of pickup van? We're in a pickup van got right it. now, but I take three kids to school and I was on call last night. So if something happened, I had to be ready. But now the kids are sitting next to an empty cot right now. <laughs> Hi, Jay. Good morning. Hi, good morning. This sounds fragile. What do you have in your car right now? So in the back seat, I have a full-length mirror. And then in the trunk, I have six Razor scooters. Why do you have six Razor scooters? <laughs> so the Razor scooters have been in the trunk since last August. I was cleaning out the garage. And played against sports, wouldn't take them. They said, I'm back next May, and I just never unloaded them from the trunk. And now we go to Kristen. Hang on a second. Hi, Kristen. Good morning. Hi, guys. Good morning. Uh, first, I'm going to ask what, then we'll find out why. But, Kristen, what do you have in your car right now? So, I have 38 cans of spray cheese, like Cheese Whiz, sure. and, and five spray bottles of whipped cream. Are you doing a live reenactment of a Goofy movie? Is that why you have all of this? What's the plan? Well, I told the guy at Walmart yesterday to leave it up to his imagination. But in- <laughs> hey. Oh, hey, I bet he yeah. used that imagination. I, yeah. Maybe, do you want the penis cake as well? <laughs> we need to introduce these two. Are you just preparing for 420 or what? Um, I actually work at a vet clinic, so it'll make a little bit more oh. sense. Actually, it makes nope. less sense. Still don't get it. I'm oh, going no. the wrong way. You're going to have to really spell yeah. it out like we're five years old. We don't know can, what yeah. you're doing with this. 38 cans yeah. of spray cheese, five cans of whipped cream, yeah. and dogs? Yeah, so um, we'll give the puppies, like, puppy cones with whipped cream. Uh, and then, well, like, nail trims and stuff. And then we'll do spray cheese on, like, lick mats and stuff while they're getting nail uh, trims. Oh, uh, yeah. Nice no, and happy. Tricks of the trade. Yeah, Biba's on. Yeah. And when we go, you guys, you'll spray it on the, the yeah. like, the sticks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, yeah, the dog will do whatever. Because they're just spray cheese. And then thir- how many was it? 38 cans? 38 cans of spray cheese, five of whipped cream. To be honest, that would get me to do anything yeah. as well. <laughs> Cut my nails. I'm Cut them all. Cut them all. I don't care. Fine. The Morning Mix Podcast. Your kid wandered off. It can happen to the best of us, all parents with great intentions. I think this will be nice because we got a lot of parents, and hopefully this will make you feel better about when your kid wandered off. A little boy wandered through the front gate at the White House just yesterday and made it onto the North Lawn before Secret Security caught him. Brought him back to mom and dad. His parents are taking pictures. Yeah, like, yeah. They uh, look down. He's gone. Guys, where's Bryce? Uh, uh, hey, who's running along the lawn right there? Oh, my God. That's how it happens. It happened to you. Your kid wandered off. Hi, Lisa. Good morning. Good morning. This was with your husband. Your kids were with your husband? No, I was there, too. Okay. Um, I took my son to the... We were at the Morton Arboretum, and my son was three. My daughter was two. I took my son to the bathroom, and I come back, and my husband's calling me saying that he lost our daughter. Oh, oh Disappeared yeah. into a bridge of people. So, of course, we're all panicking and looking for it. We're all swearing. And this woman is like, this is a family place. And I was like, my kid is missing. Yes. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. I don't have to care about you, lady. <laughs> I will F you up. Yes. <laughs> Get the F out of my way. Oh, Lisa. Of course. Love it. She, she was gone for like 20 minutes. Like everyone in was looking for her. And then she just comes like frolicking down the road like, hi, mama. And like risks. Up yeah. to me, and I just cried for like 15 minutes after she came back. Do you know yeah. what I you never... just effing put me through? <laughs> That's what my mom would say. 
I've never let my husband live it down. Of course not. Remember when you lost her at the Arboretum? Remember that? Do we have to bring that up again? It's Thanksgiving. (laughs) Can't we just enjoy the dinner? Jeez. Exactly. So Lisa's husband, qualify that Mm -hmm. one, daughter got lost at the Arboretum. Luckily, they found her, and she was all happy, all happy-go-lucky. Hi, Tracy. Oh, oh, hi there. Oh, wait, i got to put it back in. Hi there. Hi there. You Okay. Yeah, yeah, I had to put, I had to take you off of blue. Oh, okay, I, I, you got lost. Okay, good, we found you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I so, Tracy, I have, I, have, I have four kids. I have a lot of lost stories, so this is probably the best one. Okay, uh, good. <laughs> Get right into it. <laughs> uh, my daughter, I had all four kids with these by myself. She's about two and a half. We're at Toys R Us, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "Where's Katie? Where's Katie? Where's Katie? She's gone." So I look around for a little bit, you know, because I'm so nauseous, curious, can't find him. So I tell the store. They kind of look. They shut down the whole store. The gates came down. They came down by the entrances, the exits. They did the code Adam. You know, all these announcements going off. You know, everyone's kind of running around. And uh, and well, we we found her. And the lady's like, "You are the most calm mom." I go, "Yeah, I have four kids. Someone's always uh, someone's always disappearing." I think they thought I was a little crazy because I was not so frantic. I was yeah. just like, "Yeah, they always come back." But it was it was, it was a little scary. But yeah, but it was. Seeing all the gates and stuff go down was like, oh wow! I they, bet. They do take this serious. Yeah, I do kind of feel like though at Toys R Us, they're like, all right, again, and yep. happen again. Here's you know, another like one. Every three yeah. hours, you know they what I mean? They have a real established protocol. Probably they know yeah. what to do there. All right, so one of four got lost at Toys R Us. I mean, if she'd come home with three, she, well, we still got three. You know, it's kind of what it sounded hey, like. Yeah, I got four yeah, kids. I mean, five. it's not the biggest deal in the world. <laughs> and Meg, hi Meg. Good morning. Good morning. You might have been at Disney World when Nikki was there. You lost yeah. your son at Disney. What happened? Yeah, so we were standing in line to see Ariel at the grotto. Very long line. <laughs> and they have that little splash pad, so the kids are running around getting wet and whatnot. And my son was like two and a half years old, and he was just not having the line. It was a long line. So he somehow figured out he saw people coming out the exit. He ran over there, and we just, you know, we had family with us, so we're talking. I thought my ex-husband had them. I thought I had or He thought I had them. And, yeah, we... Um, get contacted by one of the park employees like, oh yeah, your son ran in the exit and he's sitting next to her. <gasps> oh oh no. my goodness. <laughs> he let himself in. <laughs> he, he cut, the, cut line. the line. Oh well, and then did you get gosh. to cut the line? <laughs> and she was just talking to him and you know, it was it was great. We That's hilarious. Hey, yeah, he cut up in the meet and greet. Uh, exactly. Can we just join him and get out yeah, of here? Right? Would that be okay? All right, so Meg's son disappears. He's just cutting the line. That's right. all. I don't do lines. Uh, hey, what's up? <laughs> Hi, Joanne. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. You lost a kiddo? They wandered off? What happened? Yeah, when my youngest was about 19 months old, she um, got out of her house. We had a storm door that wouldn't catch um, and keep held, and she knew to go right to it. Anyway... Long story short, she was gone for about 20 minutes Whoa. before any of us noticed, and we all thought she was in another room of the house with another member of the family. Oh, my we goodness. we had a 13-year-old daughter, me. So my husband finally is like, where's, where's the baby? Um, and we're all panicking, running around the house, and then it turns out my daughter runs out the front yard. She sees um, a police officer gathering her at that point. Wow. The irony... The irony is, mind you, it was horrifying at the time. The police, thank goodness, gave her back to us. But um, two months later, we had moved and we're watching TV in our new home. And one of those OnStar commercials comes on where they just play the recording. And it starts out, oh, there's a baby walking down the street. We don't see any adults. And we said, ah, sounds like you. 
to our daughter, and uh, then they continued to go on. What street are you on? It was our street. Whoa! It was the exact situation. Yeah, so she's 20 years old today, and we still call her the OnStar baby. That's crazy! <laughs> That's unbelievable! That is nuts! Did you get any money for that? <laughs> No, and we could never find that commercial again. Because, mind you, this is before you could, like, rewind. Right, right. We'll never know. Man. Did it ever really happen? What's what's the birthday on Star Baby's real name? So we can say happy birthday. Leah. 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 Happy birthday on Star Baby, Leah. That is wild. That's crazy. That's crazy. That is. Well, I hope everybody that's ever uh, had a kid wander off is feeling better about your parenting skills in this moment. We all lost our kids. We bought, yeah! Drop it. Pure emotion, he's never fake. Guilty pleasure like stepping on a rake. He might even make your head shake. Here we go with hot take. All right, we've all been there, sitting at an intersection. Light turns green. Person at the intersection just sits there, probably looking at his phone, maybe just thinking of Fruit Loops. I don't know. So whether you're the front car who doesn't go quickly enough or the car behind that car, I feel like this scenario is ripe for some ground rules, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're at the person who doesn't see the light, the one being honked at, the honk E, if you will, you should be paying (laughs) enough attention to go when the light changes. That goes without saying... I don't think anybody would disagree. You're the catalyst for the whole problem. But if you're the person behind that person, the one doing the honking, the honker, if you will, there are a few pieces of etiquette you should follow in order not to be a jag. First off, before you honk, maybe wait at least two full seconds before you lay on that horn. Here's two full seconds. One, one thousand. Two, one thousand. Okay. After that, I think you're free to honk. Now... When you do honk, don't lay on the ah, horn. Ah, yes. The way you beep is like a little Morse code, right? This, right, that kind of beep says, excuse me, I'm sure that YouTube clip you're watching on your phone in the passenger seat is fascinating, but there are cars behind you, and the light has changed. We've all been there, buddy, but it would be best if you go now. We appreciate it. Thanks. That might even get you a friendly wave indicating, sorry, my bad. But if you do it that way, well, if you do it that way with the offending driver, I think you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. If you do it this way, however. <laughs> ah! Yeah, you're saying I'm an impatient, mouth-frothing road rager itching to be triggered by the slightest of irritants, ready to take out the many frustrations of my life on the first available target, which just happens to be you. Now, in this scenario, the person at the light instantly goes from my bad mode to Look at this maniac behind me. Maybe I'll just sit here longer to piss him off even more mode. At which point now you're both fired up and a meaningless little moment at a traffic light just escalated into a dust up on the road between two strangers. And while we're here, if you're behind a car with a sticker or a magnet that says student driver on it, please don't tailgate, honk, or otherwise do anything to make that driver feel more uneasy or nervous than she already is. Being in the passenger seat while my daughter drives on her permit, I've seen this a number of times, and believe me, it doesn't help anybody. And just to warn you, if you do any of those things while you're behind us, I'm going to tell her to wait three whole seconds before she goes at the next green light, and maybe then you'll learn your lesson. Wow! Come on! From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. We're out on the roads. We're getting frustrated. Just trying to live my life. I'm trying to drive where I'm driving. Oh, yes, I'm annoyed. Now I'm annoyed. I wasn't annoyed. Now I'm annoyed. Why are you annoying me? Stop driving like this. I have pet peeves. You have them too. 
Hi, Harley. Good morning. Good morning. Mike Todd and I listen to you guys every day. We're so excited. So, oh, awesome. Well, good morning. What is your driving pet peeve? Okay. Why do these people cut me off to then go slow? True. And you know when they love to do it? In the rain. They love yeah. doing it in rain. They like to get right in front of you and slam on the brakes. Why are we doing this? You're trying to merge. Let me on the highway. I, I'm running out of road here. Let me on. No, yeah. no, no. I got I to gotta speed up. And then as soon as I'm behind you, then I'm going to go two miles below the speed limit. Right. Yeah. When you hit, you hit the rest of your car with a, look at this guy. Look at this guy. Yeah. <laughs> what is this guy's deal? Amen. Look yeah. at this guy. All right, let's keep it rolling. From Harley, we go to Carlos. Hey, Carlos, good morning. Good morning, guys. What's your driving pet peeve? Oh, my God, taking the kids to school Monday through Friday, and you got that one parent who actually steps out of the vehicle trying to kiss their kid goodbye, <laughs> trying to get their kid out of the driver's side. Tuck and roll, kiddos. Get Tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. Oh, Tuck and roll. Yeah, that's right. Tuck, Tuck and, and roll. roll. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, what do you guys do? I'll see you at dinner. Get out of the dang car. Go. I love that. that Everyone in here puckered up because we thought he said F and something, but he did not. He said tuck and roll. Hi, Candace. Good morning. How are you? Hi, good morning. How are you guys? All right. But what driving pet peeve? What is it? The people who drive on the shoulder in rush hour traffic. Where are you going? None of us are going anywhere. If you're not a pace bus or an emergency vehicle, you don't belong there. Knock it off. Exactly. Have you ever done that thing? I saw some instant karma once. Absolutely not. I did see some instant karma once, and then all the occupants got out and ran. Oh, the police came up behind them? No, they just crashed, and then oh. they got out and ran. So. Oh, my God. Yeah, they, were, they were in a really big hurry, apparently. Yeah, yeah I guess so. They were they, trying to get they somewhere. They had somewhere to be. Yeah. They were important. Wow. Yeah, right? That's wild. Yeah. Oh, see, that's the thing. It's Oh, sorry, Nikki. Oh, so you tra- that's when you do the little edge out? Yeah, so I was going to say, you ever straddle the line so they can't do it. <laughs> right. I see uh, semi, semis do that a lot. They'll just straddle the line because they're like, yeah. no, screw you, buddy. It's, You're not doing this. That's a CB. Here, I, here. I feel like it's similar to parking in either a handicapped spot or some other spot you're not supposed to park in. Yes. Like, if everybody could do it, it wouldn't be there. It wouldn't be there. Right. So that's, right. you're, just, you're just cheating. Why right. you? Yeah. Hi, Tiffany. Good morning. Hi, good morning. What is your um, driving pet peeve? Uh, when you're nice enough to let people in, when you're at a stoplight or a you know, stop sign, and they just go and don't say thank you or give you the wave. We yeah. just need a wave. It's 100%. not hard. Just a simple one flick of the wrist is so all I simple. need. Yeah. And, you know, you're talking about the uh, show beef, and I, I have found myself turning into that person when they don't say thank you. I beat myself, and I give them the wave. <laughs> really? Yes. You're welcome. Uh, hello. This is what I was looking for. You're welcome. Have a great day. Me that's too. Exactly. That's all I'm trying to say. Come on. This is what you're supposed to do. You're so welcome. Yeah. Way to go, jackass. Yeah. Like, all right. All right, let's go over here to Amy. Hi, Amy. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Um, mine is merging. Um, when people feel like they need to merge, you know, like when the first sign says right lane ends and it's like three miles before the actual merge happens. Right. Um, and then, um, you know, they don't utilize both lanes and you're waiting for three miles in, or they're waiting for three miles in one lane backing it way up where you can utilize both lanes and, you know, not have as much happen. Right. Boy, she has a TED Talk prepared. Utilize. She's yeah. got all the yeah. words ready. Very I much. feel like I find myself shouting, it's a zipper, you guys. One, right. one, 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 right. one, one, one. All right. the way down. It's a zipper. That's all we do. One, 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 one. Nobody's better than anybody else. And you have that jerk who goes up front. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like both sides of it. You got the person right. holding everyone back and you got the other person who zips up front. And finally, Amanda. Good morning, Amanda. Hi. What is your pet peeve, Amanda. All right, so I'm a field rep, and I spend most days driving around. And my pet peeve 
is people at stoplights or drive throughs that are stopping and leaving like two or three or four lengths, like car lengths between them and the person in front of you. And I don't think people will be tailgating. That's bad. But like, why are you waiting for like a semi-trailer to parallel park between you and the guy in front of you? Like pull up so there's room for everybody to wait. It's it's so, it's so annoying. It's, it's, it's the craziest thing. Yeah. 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 This bothers me when I'm leaving Target, believe it or not, because the little exit lane only has enough room for like a few cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people exactly. will sometimes, they'll back off like 10 feet. I'm like, I... Yeah. We got a hundred of us back here. Like, yeah. the intersection behind them because you couldn't pull up. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and I agree with what you're saying. We don't want tailgating. Right. We don't want whatever. Mm-hmm. But, it's a, you know, the signal doesn't know we're here yet. You're so far behind the line. Right. Yeah. Exactly. What are we doing? Yes. It's all set. Oh, my goodness. It's frustrating. Right. <sighs> I feel better. <laughs> I really yeah. do. Can't wait to get to driving today. I'm just yeah. going to get out there. People might be in these scenarios yeah. right now. My dad's biggest one, it'll be a Sunday. And for whatever reason, it's on every Sunday. We're out. You're out with him driving, and he has decided that this person is, they're out for their Sunday drive. Sunday drive. They don't care. They, oh, they got nothing but time. Come on! And he's all upset because they're doing like five under. Yeah. He's like, look at this. And it's always a. Re- it appears to be an older person. Yes. And it is definitely an older vehicle. And they appear to be just lay. I got nothing but time. I know, yeah. but I wish I can get to that point. I know. Where yeah. I got no hurry. I know. Nowhere to go. I rush to everything. I know. And yeah. sometimes I'm not even late. No. I have no, like, I'm like not rushing anything important. I try to tell myself, like, right. less road rage, Violetta. Mm-hmm. Stop driving the shoulder. Ah. Apparently, people don't like that. Yeah. Watch well, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. So we've got your top three dating do's and your dating don'ts. Mm. So three do's and three don'ts. Let's start with the don'ts. These are your top three don'ts as we build the first half of your mix top six. And at number three on a first date, do not reveal your sexual kinks. 68% of men (laughs) prefer that they don't reveal any unusual fetishes on a first date. Okay. First date only. Swanny looks surprised. A lot to bring up on our first dinner at Noodles and Company. Sure. Okay. (laughs) In at number two, big dating turnoffs. This is your number two don't. Don't talk about money. Mm-hmm. 8% want to know about your financial status. Just eight. That's it. It's kind of a red light, mm-hmm. right? If yeah. they're like, how much you make? Like, oh, my yeah. God. Uh, sorry. I don't even tell two? my parents. Right. Like, get yeah. out of my right. life. Right. Back off. And in at number one, the number one don't when it comes to first date turnoffs, do not Talk about how many sexual partners you've had <laughs> on date number one. People don't like that? I guess not. Yeah. Hey, so talk to me about the number 28. How do you feel about the number 28? <laughs> yeah. What? Table for two. I'm sorry. Yes, mm-hmm. table for 28? Too much? Okay. And now we get to the good part. Mm-hmm. These are the top three do's. The second half of your mixed top six. Ah. On your first date, do be honest and be upfront. Honest and upfront. Sensitive but important information. Like, if you ever want to have children, have you been going through a divorce recently? That's why you're single. That sort of stuff you want to bring up the first time around. In at number two, on your dues on a first date, do talk about your job. Mm. Your date wants to know that you have one. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is important to men and women, knowing the your employment status. And in at number one, they say, this might be polarizing This could be Amy polarizing. In at number one, the number one do on a first date. Do talk about children. Hmm. That's what they say. 
Not just if you have them, but also if you want them. Oh. Mm, that's kind of heavy. That's heavy duty. That is. Didn't we already say, like, wasn't that part of another one, too? Was that in the don't or do? It was in the do. Talk about important things. Be open and honest. Be open so and like, honest. Including I'm this. Including not interested that. in your children. Yes. Correct. You and know, now this tell one them is, that right off the bat. Yeah. They say you, don't, you do not want yeah. someone walking away from a first date fantasizing about what their life with you could be like. Right. That's kind of first scary, date. though. It's if heavy duty. If they're fantasizing about their life with you after a right. first date, like, I don't know, maybe put up some boundaries and fences and, and a, a lock. Well, look, guys, if, this is what the website Zeusk tells yeah, us. Yeah, well, they so, know. I mean, they know. Yeah. They know. Zeusk. Zeusk who? I've heard of them. Top six. Yeah. Uh, testing one, two, one, two. Soundcheck. Soundcheck. This is Nikki's Soundcheck on the morning mix. A lot of big things happening. Jonas Brothers announcing secret shows. Nothing right. here yet, but L.A., Dallas, and Baltimore. That'll be April 25th in L.A., 26th in Dallas, 28th in Baltimore. Uh, if you are a fan and you want to go, the whole deal is you have to be a verified fan on sale. You have to register, do all of that. By tomorrow at noon, it's going to close. So if you're a Jonas Brothers fan and you've got family somewhere, you feel like taking a road trip, going to see them, the only way to get tickets is if you're a verified fan and you have to do that by noon tomorrow. And as they say, registering is imperative. Can we take bets? I feel like they're going to play Wrigley Field. That's what I feel like. Mm -hmm. No information at all on planet Earth. I just feel like they're playing Yankee Stadium. Yeah, it makes sense. It just kind of makes sense. I also yeah. thought you'd take issue with the word secret show if we're telling you when yeah, it's happening right. and how you can go. Well, they, they don't say, they're not saying where yet. They're just giving oh, the cities and the dates. Baltimore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So not so the venue yeah. in, the, in the non-secret city, but the secret yeah, place. Yeah, I should have air quoted that. If yeah, they're playing at ballparks, it. if they're playing ballparks, I'm going to go Wrigley Field comes our way. You would think. Well, I will also say Guaranteed Rate is having two concerts this summer after oh. games. One of them is a country star whose name is escaping me, and the other one they haven't announced the artist yet. I oh. have no idea if this would even be in that world, but you never know. They I wear guess, socks, right? those guys. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> and they're white. That's hey. true. <laughs> that's true. So, so look for that. We'll see. They'll announce, they'll announce the places. Maybe we'll get one. I don't know. Uh, and then Foo Fighters. I know, Whip, you're back, right? Oh, my God. Here I go. know. I've been here the whole time, but now I'm excited. <laughs> so we, they've been getting giving us little tastes of new music. Uh, they had like just the, uh, the drums and guitar last week. And now they've released some vocals. I think they've released the whole song now. Like, yeah. This has been happening all morning. Like literally, you go back one minute, they release like one lyric. And then all of a sudden, it's a little more and a little more. Yeah. So uh, keep an eye open for that if you are a Foo Fighters fan. Another one we keep hoping will show right, up at Wrigley. Come on, right? they're playing in every other city, but they got they love Chicago. Yeah, gotta come and they love Wrigley. He, lo- right? I mean, the Cubby Bear, that's his place. <gasps> he talks about it all the time. He did the private show at Cubby Bear, you know. So it's a big it's a big thing with Dave. So Double he- bill, Foo and Joe Bro. <laughs> yeah. Double bill at Wrigley. It'd be yeah. interesting. That way, mom and dad can bring the kids, and there's something for everybody. That's come right. Come on, Tom, you hear? Uh, you know, let's make this happen. Um, okay, and then Louis Capaldi will be in town. T- Tonight, Aragon Ballroom um, and Byhold opening up for them. You might have heard us mention that earlier. Her. Yeah, it's going to be a great show. Uh, it's pretty much sold out, but they do have those resale tickets available. So, oh. you know what I mean? If you do want to go, the verified yeah. resale, so it's legit and you oh, can cool. absolutely okay. go. But uh, so, uh, yeah, he will be at Aragon. And so this is a new one by Lewis because we love him. Come and uh, Violetta, the song is going to make you cry. Oh, no. Do we have time for that? Oh, yeah, I love crying. <laughs> oh, great. The Morning Mix Flash Briefing. 
with Violetta. The weather has been kind of crazy, but we got a little taste of what summer might feel like in those itching, uh, like wanting to get out and do something nice last week. Illinois' largest water park has some big news. Each year, we wait to hear when opening day is going to be. Yorkville's Raging Waves 2023 season will start on June 3rd. Yeah, everybody's very excited. Like Once you hear the date and once they announce it, it feels like, wow, summer's just around the corner, isn't it? It's $55 for a day pass, and then season passes are anywhere from like $100 to $140, but it does kind of feel like the first signs of summer are finally starting to happen. That that season pass is a steal. You go twice, you paid for it. I know. Well, that's probably what they want you to do. In at number two, there's some audio trending right now of Michelle Wolf. She's a comedian online, and uh, she's basically giving people advice on how, if you're not interested in somebody, to maybe make them break up with you. He goes, hey, Michelle. I go, hey, wildcat. A couple days later, he texts me, hi, Wolfgang, LOL. I was wondering if you'd accompany me Friday night. And I responded with, no dice, squirrel man. Got plans on plans on waffles. And then he comes back with, oh, cool. Make sure you don't forget the syrup. And I don't know what to do at this point because I'm pretty sure he's falling in love with me. And I think maybe I'm falling in love with him. So I text him, I love you. And then I never heard from him again. Hey, there you go. It's a a roller coaster. She was trying to be as crazy as possible, but it wasn't working. Yeah, Yeah. boy, he was equally crazy. Yeah, exactly. And in at number one, Katy Perry was booed for the first time as an American Idol judge. How is that possible that it was the first time? Because she does some crazy S on there. But apparently it was uh, during their uh, Hawaii trip. Mm. Top 26 contestants were there. Uh, Natasha was the contestant that was up there. She was singing a song. It has nothing to do with anything with the music, but the comment that Katy Perry said was, hey, next time you get up there, I'd really like to see you like avoid the glitter bomb on stage. Just try to wear one piece of clothing and outfit that doesn't involve glitter. I mean, she wore a whole glitter dress mm-hmm. with like glittery boots. Um, and everybody just started booing her in the crowd because it was wow. taped live. Mm-hmm. And Katie was like, wait, what? What? I'm Man. just giving her fashion advice. And everyone's yeah. like, well, keep the fashion advice to yourself, Katy Perry. Also coming from the mouth of someone who's had a massive wardrobe malfunction on the show. That's your flash briefing. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.